I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we're exploring rejection anxiety. No one likes to be rejected, but what if I told you that these emotions could stop you from seeing your friends, working, or even thinking clearly? We have all the tips and all the tricks on how to manage rejection and anxiety whilst dating. So stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice and much more. Matt, how are you feeling? Yeah, look, a um, bit off today, so apologies in advance if I am not my chirpy, funny-go-lucky self. I'm just, I don't know, just a bit off. I've woken up on the wrong side of the bed, maybe. Have you? Have you had a coffee? I've had two. <laughs> so maybe you're feeling a bit anxious because you've had like two early morning coffees. Oh, I mean, I've normally had three by now, so maybe my anxiety isn't peaking where it normally is, so I'm feeling a bit off. <laughs> no, I don't, know. I don't know. It's just one of those days, you know. Sometimes I don't know. Maybe my my moon, my lunar's in retro in the wrong in the wrong galaxy. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever they say. Okay. <laughs> well, look, I'm feeling a bit shitty because Why? something happened in my relationship for the first time this yeah. weekend. Gee whiz, what was it? I'm shook to the core. What happened is wild. Yeah, jeez. I tried to have sex with Michael, and I got. Turned down. Wait, Michael like <laughs> turned you down for sex. He said, no, thank you. Yes, I couldn't believe it. Normally, I'm the one who'd be like, mm, I'm a little bit tired right now, like maybe later. But no, I was the one who got full-blown rejected. So what was his excuse then? <laughs> what was his uh, turn down? How did he reject you? Well, we had already done it that morning, but he had actually gone... (laughs) (laughs) So how long after? Was it like 10 minutes? It was at night, but like he had just gone out to basketball and he came in all hot, sweaty, looking like, you know, he was looking good. So you were turned on? Yeah, he he rolled in and I was like, you know what? Like, let's let's do it. Did the three-quarter basketball (laughs) shorts get you going? (laughs) The stripy shorts, yeah. yes. I was like, he was looking hot and I was like, you know, like, let's let's have sex. And normally he's never turned me down. If I'm like about it, he's like all on board. So this, this brings me to like think about this. Like I have definitely turned down Jen in the past yeah. and it is like the end of the world. It's like, well, what's wrong? Is there something wrong? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm just not in the mood right now. I mean, like we've just watched a great movie. I'm fully relaxed. I... The last thing I want to do is, you know, doing a workout and then having another shower. I just want to, <laughs> I want to put my retainer in and go to sleep. <laughs> like, you know, like I just, I, I just, why is it when guys turn down their girlfriend, it's blown out of the water, but for girls, it's just a normal thing. They're like, no, I'm too tired or. Do you reckon there's a bit of a double standard? I reckon there is here. There definitely is. There definitely is. <laughs> but then again, like there is this this uh, reputation or stigma around guys that like it's not that hard for us to get up and get ready to have sex, is it really? Like, <laughs> Well, I, I mean, mean so if, like, it Jen, depends who you are, but if, yeah, mainly not. If Jen starts kissing my neck, there's a bit of blood pumping, I reckon. <laughs> God. 
large slice going around. Look, I've definitely rejected Michael way more times, but I feel like I just took the rejection a little bit personally. So we want to talk all things rejection in today's episode. Let's jump in. What is anxiety dysphoria, Anna? Okay, so rejection anxiety dysphoria is characterized by extreme emotional sensitivity when you get rejected, whether real or perceived. So sometimes you can get rejected and someone is literally rejecting you, but also there's a lot of the time where it's what's playing out in our own heads. Like subconsciously you can be triggered. I know that you <laughs> experience this as well, like when something triggers you and then it's maybe something that's more going on internally. Yeah, so I think that like sometimes you can be rejected and you're not even feeling like you're rejected. It's your own mind playing tricks on you. So yeah. like I feel like if I'm talking to someone, say at like a um, at like a table or a dinner or something like that, that um, even the slightest thing like that, I'm looking at them or they like lose concentration for a bit or even yawn. Like for some reason, I feel like that's like rejection as well. It makes me feel like they're not interested in what I'm saying. Yeah, like what do I always say to you when we do the podcast? I'm like, let's just look at each other so I can feel like this is like a free-flowing chat. Like sometimes we get distracted or like look on our phones or like we're on our laptops and like that disconnection kind of like makes the conversation lack I would say it's interesting because one of the possible explanations for feeling this type of rejection anxiety dysphoria is it can actually come from having a parent who was overly critical of you or neglectful which impacts how these individuals view themselves do you think you fall into that I mean, I think my mum was very like a perfectionist and would always want me to be the very best. And so I think that's definitely impacted me and my anxiety and how I like view myself and things like that. What about you? Yeah, I think my dad was quite critical of me. But like you said, I only want the best for you. It wasn't like in a nasty way or anything. They're just like really like perfectionist and they want the best from you. And they think that that's, well, that's probably how they were dealt with when they were parented. So that's probably the only way they know how to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever been rejected? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I think that is just like, if it's from like, if we talk, what are we talking about? Like dating or just general life stuff? I mean, it can be whatever. Like, what's your first memory of rejection? Okay, so my first memory of being dating rejected was I remember being on the playground and I really liked this girl called Brittany. And um, I think I was grade one. And I like said that I liked her and she was like, ew. And that was pretty much it. (laughs) Well, she said, ew. Yeah, she just didn't like me. And I remember being rejected. She was the love of my life back then. And uh, from there, like, I don't know. I think I've got a thick skin with getting rejected because I remember getting, like, rejected from a footy team, the ones. I took it pretty good. Didn't, like, you know, and it just is what it is. And I think my whole life, like, I've sort of been really good at bouncing back from rejection. Yeah. What about you? I reckon my first real memory of, like, well, what it was kind of like what I perceived to be rejected Mm. was when I went to the blue light disco and I remember that so many of my like classmates were talking about how guys would ask them to dance at the blue light disco and it was like this thing and like it was very exciting and I remember my first blue light disco like no guy asked me to dance and I was kind of like I took it personally being like, what's wrong with me? Why did this girl get asked to dance? And I did it. <laughs> like it's so minor, but like I think that was my first 
the first time where I kind of questioned myself and was like, is this a me problem? Am I doing something wrong? Could I be doing better? Well, I think the main thing to think about here is when you're rejected or stuff like this pop up is it's not a you problem sometimes. There's a lot more. So it's not black and white. It's not, Absolutely. Like, it's not like there's something wrong with you or something wrong with them. I think that there's such a gray area in there where it could be a whole multiple range of things. And I think this is what people should remember Absolutely. when they are in this situation of being rejected. Like it could be that like that straight up you're just not their flavor exactly like that's exactly what i was thinking like have you ever been on a first date with someone and you're like they're perfect like they're actually an amazing person they're funny they're ticking all the boxes but the thing that you just need like that spark is just not there and like no matter how amazing that person is you can't fake a spark so I mean, it really has nothing to do with you majority of the time. Sure, majority of the time. Um, it could be, like I said, yeah, they like, like you know what I mean, the colour purple and <laughs> your colour pink. You know what I mean? Like, they ju- it just you're not exactly what they're looking for. And, and exactly. And with relationships, there's such an added layer. There's like, you know, timing is such mm. a big thing. So it could be that maybe the spark is there, but the timing's off. And then it's like, there's just so many different things that have to align in two people's lives for a relationship to be able to work out or to get that second date or whatever it might be. So, yeah, like I think taking things like that personally is so detrimental. And I think it's also worth mentioning that they could also just be having like, they could be having an off day like I am today. You know, you could just not be there like ready to be opening up yourself to Mm -hmm. something. You could have literally had a phone call before you got out the car or before you went into that situation with your boss and he criticised the fuck out of you or, you know, like a friend has, something like that. And then it's like made you off. So I would not so much take these rejections personally as to think, you know, like there's something probably going on in their life that is adding to this and yeah don't reflect on yourself and put yourself down if you're rejected what rejection would you say has hurt you the most um i was lining up to get into revolver on the weekend revs <laughs> <laughs> and they said no nah, mate you're too intoxicated go have a drink of water <laughs> that sucked i was really keen to get in there oh my god thank god they rejected <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> you'd be a different person right now <laughs> oh it'd be even worse but um oh, i don't know there's a lot like I mean, I think it's pretty documented if anyone's watched our Love Island experience that I was the probably the most one of the most rejected people in the history of that show. I got <laughs> fucking how many times? I think like you did. You went five. through a few, and yeah. you didn't really take it that well. <laughs> it depends what you're asking. I think people could have handled that a lot worse than I did. Oh, absolutely! Like people would have. <laughs> the thing about you, which is great, is you don't get angry. You just get sad. Like you were just like fuck my life. You yeah. just had a bit of a cry, yeah. got it out of your system, and just like got back up on the horse. Yeah, I was gonna say straight back up on that horse into the next one. Yeah. Is there any that stand out for you, or you were in? Yeah, like I think with my first boyfriend who was like my first, like what I would classify as my first boyfriend when he cheated on me that um, like six times in seven days, I think for me that was like really traumatic because because I was so young, I didn't have like the wisdom and the knowledge to be able to like handle it. And so – They definitely, I reckon when it first happened, like I was very angry and was just like, fuck you, fuck you. But then after kind of like the dust settled, I was like, is it me? Could I have done more? Was I like, you know, like really strange things. Like, was I not good in bed or something? Or could I have done this better? Or, you know, all of those things, which 
are totally it's not reality, right? Like if it's someone's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. There's nothing that you can do to change it. Anna, you're, and let's put it into perspective. You're a very beautiful woman, very, you tick a lot of boxes and all that. Like recently what's happened with this whole Adam Levine situation? Like yeah. everyone says that he was married and had kids with a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. And everyone knows like that Victoria's Secret models. They're apparently the, like the most yeah, beautiful looking like women all in the, the world. All blah, that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But he literally cheated on her multiple times with multiple women. It yeah. doesn't so much reflect on the person, what I was trying to say before, and more on just the situation and all that sort of stuff. So there's no point blaming yourself. Yeah. And I think like that's the really crucial thing to take out of rejection mm. is, yeah, it's got nothing to do with you and a lot to do with them. No matter who you are, what you're doing, what your personality is. I do love to look on the bright side as well. And I think that when you get rejected, when say you get rejected from dating or like when I got dropped from the ones or when I didn't get into revs or anything like that, (laughs) it's just character building and it makes for you to be a a stronger person because you deep down and you find something in yourself that like make you better and it makes you know how to deal with this sort of stuff and you can take away the lessons from it I feel yeah what emotions do you reckon that you feel the most when you are rejected like in relationships I get anxious yeah I get very anxious I think that's like I reckon that's my main emotion like yeah. Anxious. Well, anxiety is <laughs> anxiety. all consuming, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I reckon like, that takes if, over my body. If you get like really bad anxiety, it's pretty crippling. Yeah. Also sadness, but I think that like anxiety, yeah, like I hate that feeling though as well. Like it's, I say all this stuff, but then it's like when you're in that moment and you're anxious and your mind's like spiraling, how fucking terrible is that? Like, it's awful. That makes me feel so bad. And the thing is, it. is like really there's nothing that anyone can say that's going to pull you out of that you have to kind of like go through it a little bit and then you need to be like okay i'm putting a stop to this like let's do the breathing meditation let's Let's do all of the things to try and make me feel better but when you're in it when you're in that hole like it's really really tricky to pull yourself out of it oh no i say to jen all the time like i'm like in this vortex of spiraling can you just grab me by like my shirt and pull me out like (laughs) metaphorically but it's not as easy and i put a lot of pressure on her to do that and i think that that's not fair to put it on someone where i should probably learn myself how to do it yeah Yeah. we have to all take responsibility for how we act and if you know that you're someone who spirals then you need to like also find coping mechanisms and i know we've both talked about this we both it's like a daily thing that we work on because we both spiral. I think that my mum was so good at like realising how to like pull me out of it that I've now put that responsibility on my partners or Jen, my partner Jen. And I think it's a a bit of a burden to put on her. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon when I get like rejected, like if I was rejected in dating, I remember the last guy who, I mean, I would classify it as a rejection. It had kind of ended. We were kind of seeing each other for a Mm. while. And like this event happened where we kind of fell out. Like it was like this big blow up. He sent me this massive long message kind of like ending things. I sent him a long one back and then there was just nothing. There was just no response. Not that I was expecting one because it wasn't like I didn't ask him questions or something. But like, you know, when you just like secretly want someone to message you again, that didn't happen. So I took that really hard, like a rejection. And I was trying to like, think back to that because I remember I was really struggling with that like 
I lost my appetite completely. Like it, even like the thought of food, like it just made me feel nauseous. And when I would eat food, it would make me feel really sick. Oh. Um, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Um, That's the worst, those long sleepless nights. Yeah, because when you're super anxious, the only thing worse than having anxiety all day is to have it all night. <laughs> yeah. So it. like I went through a stage where the only way I could get to sleep would I would, I would take like a melatonin tablet because I was just like... And it, even that wouldn't really do a lot, but like yeah. just to just kind to switch of, that brain off, just to switch it off a, even just a little bit. Yeah. Um. Which obviously, like, we don't condone taking sleeping tablets, but I think sleep is sometimes really important. I was just saying, um, speak for yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, sleep is important to yeah. like trying to like keep moving forward in your life. Yeah. And then the other thing that I kind of thought was that my productivity was just so low. Yeah, like unmotivated. Any, totally unmotivated. It's all you can think about. Like this rejection kind of like takes over your mind and you're like, what have I done? What can I do better? Are they going to message me? Is it over for good? What if? Da, 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 da. And it's just like a tornado of just negativity. I remember I was seeing this girl and we went on one date and – um she was like oh blah 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 you like you i'm not gonna sleep with you all this sort of stuff and i was like yeah cool i'm not really i don't mind like i'm not sort of guy that's gonna like you know so i was like yeah cool i don't sleep on the first day either like that's not what that's not me oh, what that's, a lie <laughs> yeah but you know like i'm not gonna push you you know what I mean? so then we went on another one and i remember when i dropped her off at home she, we were like making out and then i she was like come upstairs with me like to her apartment and i remember being like Nah, not tonight. And I remember she took that rejection so bad. Like, like she was really? like, well, I was I was testing you anyway. I don't want you to come off. Like, fully, like, cracked it. Like, really? slammed the door as she got out. And I, safe to say, I never spoke to her again. So, why did you reject her? Because normally, like, you're, you're not, like, opposed to, like, a one-night stand. What I made you say no on the second time? Was it kind of like playing her at her own game? I think so, yeah. You know, I hate games, but I was just like, you know, I thought that, like, you know, you said no to me the first time. Like, I may as well just give it back. I mean, she was definitely my flavor, definitely my type. But um, I just, yeah, I just said no. In hindsight, do you regret rejecting her? I mean, well, it, no regrets. But Yeah, like, well, I mean, it's not a rejection. You were kind of just like prolonging it. But then yeah. I guess it didn't work out <laughs> didn't like work you out, planned. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing I saw of her was her slamming the door and walking to her apartment. Oh, no. I mean, stress. I bumped into her out a couple of times and she's now got a boyfriend. So there's not really much talk about that. But yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, there, so there's no like hard feelings. No now. bad blood. No, nothing yeah. at all. No. How do you support someone who is getting rejected? So let's say your best friend gets rejected and you can see that they're spiraling. How do we support them? Um, I think it's best to ask them how you can help them first. Don't assume anything because that could probably make things worse. If yeah. you just dive in and you're like, here, let's go out and then you take them out and then they get rejected again. Imagine that. That'd be <laughs> that would be <laughs> pretty brutal. That's not ideal. So I think asking what the best thing to do is and then I'm sh- yeah, and then go from there and I'm sure you can help them out. I think it's also good to remind people that these feelings pass. I mean, hopefully this isn't their first rejection. Once you get over that initial rejection and then you, you actually realise that it is something that you do get over and it is just a feeling that does pass, it's a good reminder. Because mm. sometimes you do feel like you're spiralling down a dark hole that you can't get out of. So what would you say to someone that is scared of being rejected? Is there any tips you could give them to like manoeuvre that and how to go from there? I mean, my advice is like, 
in life, we all get rejected. It's a part of everyday life. And I think get comfortable with rejection would be my advice. Like Mm. it's going to happen. It's inevitable. If you stop doing things so that you don't get rejected, you're actually just holding yourself back. So you're actually stunting your own personal growth. And I think the more rejection you get, the stronger you become. I don't know why people put so much emphasis as well on dating rejection. As well, I get that that it's it hurts your ego and it affects you. But like, really, what's the difference between like, you know, going up to a girl, shooting your shot or shooting your shot in the DMs? What's the difference between that and literally not someone not letting you in in traffic? Because that's a form of rejection. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's the difference? That's Fuck, compar- I, you know what? I'd prefer for someone not to reply to my DM when then someone like people can be evil on the roads. Oh, like yeah, I, I had this guy road raging me the other day and I was like, what are you getting out of this? Like, I'm having a good day. Sure like, it wasn't me. <laughs> You've been doing a bit of road raging, Matt. No, I just, yeah, I can get a little bit triggered sometimes. It's actually one of my biggest pet peeves and one of my biggest icks. When I would date guys and I was in the car with them and they would like start like swearing and yelling and beeping at people, I was so turned off them. Like I literally stopped seeing a guy because he started road raging in the car. Like I was like, ew, you're so gross. Control your How emotions. How far into the like dating was it too? Like three dates. And I, re- I really liked this guy. And and honestly, seeing him act like that, I was like, you're a fucking infant. Well, when I remember when Jen and I first started seeing each other, probably around the same time, we now refer to that as me in the catfishing stage of Jen where I wasn't showing my full emotions like that. Some guy cut me off on Chapel Street and I was just like real calm and collected. like, thumbs up. Yeah, I was real calm and collected about (laughs) it. And she was like, oh, like like I've known a lot of guys that would get like really angry at that. And I'm sitting there like, no, no, not me. No. (laughs) And now I'll just fucking let it rip. (laughs) See, I think that's unattractive, I have to say. But like, like, it's not like I get out the window and yell at them. I just sort of be like, you fucking dog, you know, like nothing. Oh, so you say it under your breath. Yeah, yeah. And I get a Okay, like when someone's like fully yelling or like sticking their like finger up. Oh, no, I'm not like like that. Are you right? (laughs) No, I don't have anger management in that way. I mean, like, I just get like, you fucking dog, you fucking, you cut me off, I'll fucking, (laughs) I'm going to come and fucking murder you in your chat. So I can't. (laughs) Well, look, Matt, when you get rejected, your body actually changes. So we're going to talk about these changes next. Okay, Matt, have you ever been rejected by someone like say like a girl, you're in a situationship and they kind of like end it and you get like physical symptoms of that anxiety rejection? Yeah, I think like mainly the one I'd say that gets the worst would probably be like that you have like my body starts to ache and yes. then I feel like the best way to describe it is I feel like my like my knees start to hurt and I like just crumble down into like this thing. Say if I send like a really risky message and then they reject me back or like I get really anxious, I do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I reckon that when I get really like anxious after that type of rejection or just anxiety in general, I get like really achy wrists as well. Really? Um, yeah, and I think one of the reasons why we get that is because the brain has activated the flight or fight response. Yeah, that makes sense because then like my muscles will start to swell and will start to hurt and like... I feel yeah. really like, yeah, like my body's crumbling on me. Yeah. Even like my heart will actually start to hurt. So like sometimes I say that like the ultimate rejection would be probably like a breakup and like you just want to tear your heart out and like, you know, throw it away and just start again. Oh, it's making me feel so sad. Like just yeah. the thought of that feeling of like 
when you're at your absolute lowest point. Funny that you say that actually, because there's been a lot of cases. Actually, there was a story recently that came out where this guy who'd been married for a very long time, I think like 50 years, he actually died of heartbreak when his wife passed away. Oh, and you see those TikToks all the time where they're like, these people were together, she passed away. And he, yeah, they're sad. It's really sad, but it's also really beautiful because it kind of like is that thing where like you just can't live without that other other person. Like they really are your other half. So I love that. And so that makes me... Yeah, <laughs> you love it. I love love. Like I we, say, we all like, love love, but yeah. it, it, it is really like devastating. Like just to think of like someone being that heartbroken that their hearts literally... Jen sends me those TikToks a lot and like I've seen her watch them and even start to tear up from oh, them. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad. Yeah. Um, Something else that we experience when we're feeling rejected is a fluctuation in hormones. So that real like spike, like I guess what you were talking about before when someone cuts you off, <laughs> you're feeling rejected in the car and you kind of like go from zero to 100. Or when like they slam the door on the way out. That's just all those hormones just flowing in and they just don't know how to do it. So they go to anger. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because when we're in love, our body releases things like dopamine, cortisol, oxytocin, and these chemicals actually make us happy and keep us focused on the person we love. But when we feel rejected, our brain produces cortisol and these chemicals actually cause stress. So they make you feel way more stressed, way more on edge. I know I feel super on edge if I'm experiencing any sort of rejection. No, my brain must be producing that in fucking overdrive, that stress <laughs> chemical. Well, really, in, it's fully working today, I reckon. Yeah, like you, you want to like essentially like live a stress-free life so that you don't like get disease. And obviously that's easier said than done. I was done. about to say, we fuck. All if we all, <laughs> wait, I'd love to live that life. But you, I know obviously there's just normal life stuff that get in the way though. Yeah, there's obviously highs and lows, but I think it's more saying like if you – can minimize your anxiety and minimize your stress and try and talk yourself off the ledge and like try and like stop putting your body into a fight or flight kind of response if you can then you should really try really hard to do that so that goes to say like when people get rejected or when i've been rejected in the past i think that you can relate to this as well that you get like stuck on that rejection and you start start obsessing over it and all your thoughts or your inner dialogue become so obsessed with it. You want to know what went wrong. You want to know why this happened to you, like we were saying before. And like, I think that that's like, like I said, that's not a good way of coping with it. It just, because it's just so far from what the truth probably actually is, but your brain takes you on this like, this map where you're just going down these theories, these rabbit holes of stuff that aren't true. And they just probably put you in a more state of anxiety and stress place. Yeah. The thing about rejection is sometimes someone rejecting you makes you want them more. Like maybe you didn't even want them that much at the start, but the moment that they reject you, you're like, actually now this is everything I've wanted and some. So I think, you know, things like writing lists of like pros and cons and like, Really like looking at the situation without rose-colored glasses on is super important. I think a lot um, of people get suckered in by that once they get rejected. They go, oh, naturally, I want you now. You've, you, no one rejects me. Yeah, no one rejects me. I want to have the final say. I want to be the master of my own destiny. I want to yeah. be in control. Like we all want this sense of control in our lives. And I think sometimes when you lose that, 
that feeling of being out of control is really overwhelming. Something I've experienced as well, like I mentioned before, is that loss of appetite and having a really sore stomach. Like I know that um, sometimes before even realizing that I'm anxious, I get a sore tummy and I'm like, am I sick? Like, have I eaten something wrong? Yeah, that's made me feel like this. Yeah. And then I'm like, actually take a minute to like think about it. And I'm like, no, I think I'm just like super anxious. Yeah. Mine's probably just like my heart beat starts raising and I just feel like all my thoughts like just get obsessive over that topic. Yeah. Yeah. It just consumes me. It does. Yeah. And I can't focus on anything else. Yeah, it's full on. Mm. Well, look, we want to help you guys cope with rejection anxiety. So we are going to talk all things coping next. Okay, so let's give some advice on how to deal with rejection anxiety, Anna. Let's do it. I think the best way to go into this is remember that you're always going to get rejected at some point. Like we said before, if it's at a job, if it's in dating, if it's at the supermarket, you know, like it just happens all the time. Yeah. And it's from the littlest thing, a significant thing to the biggest thing. It just depends on the person and how they take it and how they feel. Yeah. And like, that's such a good point. Like, let's remember that you are not alone. Like yeah. every single person on the planet gets rejected, whether it's like to a small level, to a bigger scale. Like, let's look at Chloe Kardashian. She's been rejected Recently on the episode of um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I don't know if you're all over that yet or not. Not up to date. Not up to date. My newsfeed, I follow them all. I follow all E! News and that, so I see it all. But yeah, like Tristan has broken her trust so many times. Um, She's been rejected, not just on a personal level between both of them, but their relationship has been publicized to the whole world and everyone has given their judgment on it. And, like, she is a pillar of strength, like, watching how she's handled it. Like, you can see it's really, like, breaking her, but, like, she's kept going. And, you know, sometimes it's good to have people to look up to who you can, like, you can look at her and go, wow, she's done it. I can do it. Like, if she can get through everything that she's got through on a public forum on a hugely large scale – I can pick myself up and get over Tom from down the road who's not all that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for her to keep like coming back from that is amazing. It shows how what her resilient, resilience, resilience, her resilience yeah. and how yeah she just can really handle herself well. Yeah, I think to do that as well, you need to remind yourself of your self-worth. Like mm-hmm. building self-confidence and self-worth is so important and I know that when you do get rejected, you tend to kind of question yourself or put yourself down or ask, what am I doing wrong? But something that we definitely advocate for is self-love, like Mm -hmm. showing yourself kindness. Daily affirmations. Daily affirmations, continuing to put yourself out there and not let rejection hold you back. And on that, validating your own feelings. So like hold a space where you can, you know, validate those feelings and, Really feel them, really tap into them and understand why you're feeling that way and yeah. how to not get there again. Hold space for yourself. Mm. And like, you know, I think it's sometimes easy to keep yourself busy and not like think about things and not talk about them. But find a friend who you can really open up to and talk things through with. And, you know, it can be someone who's non-judgmental, who you know is going to hear where you're coming from, but also someone who isn't going to, just agree with you all the time as well. Someone who can, exactly. Like Mm -hmm. I think we all, and I can only speak for myself, but sometimes it's easier to talk to people who are just going to be like, they're a dick, he's a fucking idiot. And like, 
just like make you feel good. But sometimes, you know, it can be a bit of like a bit of tough love. Yeah. And also I reckon as well, what I reckon is maybe you do the rejection. Maybe you reject that negative talk from yourself. So like if you start exactly. if you start talking to yourself negatively, like reject that. You don't give it back to someone else. Yeah, I, I reckon like when I was dating and like I would just like once I got like rejected by one person, I would just move on to the next and like keep that flow happening. Like I would always be out. I would always make sure I was busy, always on dates. But if like something ever got me down, I would always kindly, if I was thinking negatively in my head, I would always be like, okay, Anna, we don't want to think about this. This is going to bring down the vibe. Let's move on and like kindly move my thoughts on Mm -hmm. um, in a really kind and loving way. There's also in every rejection, like I said earlier, there's always a lesson to be learned. So like when you get rejected from a girl, there might be a way that you, you attacked it. You're a guy, you went up to him and you said like, you know, it was just like a really shit pickup line or really not a nice way to go about it. Like you slid in their DM. So there's a lesson to be learned there. Like yeah. when I got rejected from a footy team, I know I went back to that before, but like I, there was a lesson to be learned. Like I had to train harder. I had to be yeah. fitter. You know what I mean? There's always a lesson to be learned in every scenario. And I think it's very important when you get rejected to see the lesson that is there to be learned. Absolutely. When I got cheated on, I had pretty low self-esteem and I think... I was kind of like willing to let him walk all over me and he did walk all over me. And I think from that moment on, I never, ever let someone treat me like that. And I made a stance on it. I was like, I will never be treated like that again. If I see any ounce of this behavior coming through, it's done. Like zero tolerance to bullshit. Was the other lesson not to date fuckboys? Um, yes, but it's really hard sometimes say, because that unfortunately they don't have like a tattoo being like, yep, this is one here. Surely you can <laughs> sniff a fuckboy out from a mile away. You know yeah. what? You, you'd think that, but there's just some clever fuckboys out there. Like there's ones that you just, they come a bit left field. They are. It's hard because like if someone's like attractive, like ticking all the boxes, like, you know, they're an eligible bachelor. It means that not only you're going to find them attractive, but other people are going to as well and if they're getting that larger amount of attention then like you know those fuckboy tendencies can sometimes come around but i do believe that every fuckboy will change for the right person mm-hmm. and oh, that doesn't that does, doesn't does that doesn't le- mean that you should try to change them i think they need to want to change for you does a leopard change its spots anna I'm still trying to work it out, (laughs) to be honest. I think that people grow and I think that men can be really immature and do some pretty shitty things as they grow up. But I think the main thing is to keep evolving and keep learning and keep doing better and wanting to do better. I think the wanting to do better is the main thing because, you know, we can all be shitty and act like we did when we were 18. Like I've treated guys like – not the best sometimes if I didn't like them. like, yeah. And that's things that I regret and would not do again. But that's because I've wanted to change and Actions evolve. Actions speak louder than words. Exactly. But no one's perfect. And we know that. Like we're not saying we're, we are not perfect. No, God, no. It's just about like wanting to do better. I reckon you said before to speak to your friends and family, people around you that support you and unbiased. I reckon the best one is go get professional help if it's actually consuming you and like – 
it's taking over all your thoughts. I think speaking to a professional, yeah. If it's like a hotline that you can call or booking in something, just we always recommend that. Don't Absolutely, we? speaking to someone who is trained to help you and who can listen and hear for like warning signs and yeah. you know they have like really good advice and things that you can implement that will really change your life. Yes. The last thing that I think, <laughs> yeah. which is like something that I tend to do is to catastrophize situations so like i you know let's just say someone rejected me i'd be like my life is over everything is done know, there's I've no point you, in living i've seen you be that dramatic <laughs> over the insignificant like not well to me the most un, like you yeah know, to you it's insignificant but to things. me my life is ending you know yeah. what i mean like you know like look at me you've seen me go through a breakup i was okay actually with that one <laughs> Yeah, you weren't too bad. You I were, wasn't too bad with um. There was a couple Josh. of dark days there. There was a couple, but like we, we're all going to have them. Yeah. But yeah, like I have a tendency to catastrophize things. And, you know, when it's your own life and you feel out of control, like it's something that sometimes happens. So, you know, I think sometimes having like counter arguments against those really core beliefs that like your life is ending mm-hmm. is good to try to remind yourself that life will go on things will get better, you've done this before and you can do it again. I agree. I think that is a good way to do it. So I think it's that time of the show, Anna, where we ask you to ask us where our heads are at. Let's do it. Okay, first question comes from Bronte. She says, I'm hating the dating scene at the moment because I always get ghosted or rejected by guys. It's honestly taking a toll on my mental health and confidence. How can I get more resilient? Um, don't stop go putting yourself out there. I feel that like um, you once you keep getting rejected, you're gonna get you get your skin will get thicker and you'll get used to it. And I mean, not every guy is your one. You might think they are, but the one that you want will won't reject you and it will be there and that will be your one I feel yeah and I think as well something like that really changed my mindset is when I would go on dates instead of having the mindset of like I really want them to like me I would change my mindset to be like do I like them yeah because sometimes we're so focused on being accepted by people who we date Mm -hmm. that you know that rejection can feel a lot worse if you're like I think I've said this before like it Turn it into like fun. Stop putting so much pressure on like dating. Make it like fun again. You know what I mean? Like go out there and just have fun with it. Like, yeah, they might reject you. Then be like, thank you next as Ariana Grande says. You know (laughs) what I mean? Just like, just go on to the next one. See what the next guy can do. He might be perfect for you. And like do fun dates. Go bowling. Have a laugh. Enjoy life. Like at least you can potentially make like a new friend out of it. Not that you probably want to be friends with this person. But like, you know what I mean? Like, Make it such a fun date that even if it doesn't work out, you don't feel bad about it. Like I think I've felt the worst about dates where I've gone on them and I've been like super nervous and a bit shaky. And like I can totally get into my own head with dating in that regard. Like I remember I went on this date with this guy and it was just like thing after thing after thing kept going wrong. Like I think the place that we were going to for dinner, the road had closed off so we couldn't actually get there. And then he was having a full meltdown and I was trying to be like strong for him being like, no, 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 it's totally fine. Like we'll just go here, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we were both like an hour late to the date because of this road closure. Then we finally went to this like restaurant and he was like a bit annoyed. 
And then I was like a bit shaky and like not having fun. And like, then I just like went to the bathroom and I was like, okay, I just need to totally change the vibe of this. And I went back out there and I was like, okay, let's have some fun. This has been stressful. Like, let's just enjoy this. You know, there was like a games arcade across the like road from the restaurant. And I was like, let's go to the games arcade. Like, let's do something like spontaneous. And it ended up being a really good date. But if I stayed in that negative, like stressed out mind frame, it probably would have been a shitty day. I think that's something else people could do as well is, and I think this is what I would love someone to do this and tell me how this goes for them, is get themselves like a journal and before they go on a date, I don't know, write the guy on top or the girl and then write like what they're thinking before they go on the date, where they're going and then after the date, what they think went wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like recap every single one yeah. and then you can look back and say, what have I learned from this date? What was their pros? What were their cons? Like a full like thing, and then I think that would be <laughs> fuck. It's a lot of homework for people. Well, like these people get like I mean, it's it's something that they could do, and they could like literally like you know, and then they could look back on and see where their date went wrong or what I what think, exactly yeah. they could take into the next one, you know, and then, and really like we said before, hold a space for their feelings. They could write down how they felt before they went on the date, how they felt when they came back. So, because you know, we all forget stuff. Our mind runs away from me. I, you know, I, I think that could be a good spot. And they could flick back and see. Totally. Yeah. I totally get what you mean. And if like you don't want a journal, I think the thing, the key point that Matt's making is take a lesson out yeah. from every single situation. Like, what's the lesson here? Yeah. Okay. So this next one comes in from Chrissy. She says, "I've been on five dates with this guy." And all of a sudden, he has ghosted me. I'm feeling super rejected. I can't eat. I can't sleep. And I'm feeling really overwhelmed. And my friends don't understand. Help. Um, Chrissy, do you know where he lives? Go burn his house. Nah, <laughs> just, I, what a fuckwit. Let's yeah. start there. Like, who does that to someone? Like, you can't ghost someone after five dates. Like, Were they I just sleeping think together? Or? They would have been, for mm. sure. Like, you'd think. Regardless, like, after five dates with someone, you have to have a level of respect to be like, look, this is not working out for me. I'm really sorry. Um, it's pretty harsh rejection, isn't it? When you super think about harsh. It, it's pretty hard. Poor Chrissy. Um, remember that it's not you, it's him. He's the fuckwit here, not you. Yeah. He's no, he doesn't deserve you, to be honest. Yeah. Remember your self-worth. I know that your confidence has probably taken a huge hit, mm-hmm. but, you know, it says more about him than it does you. And remember, there's way more guys out there, and I reckon now you're going to find the one that makes you feel better about yourself and won't reject you after five dates. Yeah, get yourself back out there, girlfriend. Okay, Anna, I hope that our uh, rejection anxiety episode has helped a lot of people. And look, they take away from it is don't let the rejection eat you up, I guess. Like, yeah, for you know, sure. Everyone gets rejected. We've been rejected, believe it or not. We're, what do you mean? We've put out, well, I've put myself out there and I've been rejected plenty of times. Yeah, I mean, rejection sucks. It never gets easier. It doesn't, but I think just like keep pushing through Practice that self-love. Make sure that your self-worth and self-confidence is strong and you can get through anything. Okay, guys, that's all we have time for. Thank you again for listening to our episode. We love having you as part of the Where's Your Head At fam. Go down to the show notes to check out our Instagrams, our Facebook group where we talk all things, new episodes, future topics and more and make sure you also give us a five-star review it really means the world to us and until next time bye thank you bye